Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio podcast with Seth and Jess. Ignoring what exists does not fix anything. No, it doesn't. So today we're talking about race. Yep. Uh, You know, we um, cannot get away from all the racial injustices, the racial unrest that's been happening in our country. And for some, you may think, oh, lately. For me, uh, I'm a black woman. So for me, it's not lately. It's been your whole life. It's been my life. So let's talk about it. Let's hash it out. Um, What misconceptions do you have about race? Or how do you feel about the whole racial injustices or racial tension going on right now? You hit the nail right on the head. First mm-hmm. of all, misconceptions. Mm-hmm. My theory on racism in general is that it's born out of ignorance. True. Okay. And and hear me when I say ignorance, not stupidity. I think racism comes from not understanding the other person and their perspective. Mm-hmm. And then going on that and making assumptions and then being emotionally active about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. It's very difficult and it takes a lot of work to understand somebody who is very different from you. Yeah. And they may do things, say things, behave in ways that you don't like. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you should hate that individual or degrade that individual or deny them basic rights just because they're different than you or how you've been raised or how you think things should be. Well, see, that's basic common sense. Well, <laughs> that is basic common sense to me so okay let me just take you back a little bit way back and to try to kind of help you understand where a lot of people of color come from these days when they stand up and say i'm tired right because you you have to admit there are a lot of movements right now you know you have the black lives matter which we're not even going to get into that because we're just not right but there are a lot of movements like that um people are standing up and people are tired and not taking it anymore and that goes all the way back to slavery and just imagine if your ancestors and relatives were property right they were owned by people for the sole purpose of being slaves. Yeah. I mean, people used to rip babies out of mother's arms. Mm-hmm. Kids were taken from their parents. Can you imagine? I mean, can you even imagine as a father if your daughter was ripped from your right. arms and had to go work for someone and you were never to see see her again? That's what happened to black people. Yeah. There were black men who were sent off as breeders. Yeah. Get my drift? So yeah. they could breed mm-hmm. and make other slaves. And then you have, once the slaves were freed, so to speak, right. you still had to fight. And then you go on through the civil rights movement where you had to fight for your right to even vote, to sit mm-hmm. at the counter to eat. And now you get to 2020 mm-hmm. when you are still looked at differently because you are a darker skin color. Yeah. And people are tired. Yeah. And, and I completely understand that. 
in 2021, you're still having to fight. So I, I bring up going all the way back to slavery because I think you have to know where the root of all the hurts come from. Because if you carry that weight of prejudice from ancestor to ancestor right. to generation to generation, people are mad as hell right now yeah. and they are tired. Yeah. And I don't understand why people aren't getting it. Do you know what I mean? I do. And what to add to that, um, my, my ancestry is Hebrew. Mm-hmm. Mila is a Hebrew name. And I don't have to go into detail about everything that has happened to the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there are individuals that have come to this country of Irish descent. And I got news for you. The Irish were treated very badly when they got here, too. Uh, during the settlement of the West, Chinese individuals came to this country and they were treated horribly as well. And it goes on and on and on. You would think after all of this behavior and recognition, oh, and before I go any further, let me just say the treatment of the Native Americans that were in this country before we even started settling, mm-hmm. as we were settling, mm-hmm. okay? So a history of treating each other badly is, is as long as your arm. It is, it is, unfortunately, it is an evil trait that is in humanity that we treat each other badly. Right. <clears throat> but that doesn't mean that it's, it's excusable to continue on. We have exactly. reached a point in our society, and I'm sorry to say that it has taken us this long to get here, but we are finally coming to the realization that every human being is a child of God. Yeah, but why do we have to? I, I hate, oh, we've come to the realization that every human well, being is a child of God. And the reason I say we were coming <laughs> to that realization is I think every generation is getting better. Are we where we need to be? No. But the reason I say this is my daughter is 16 years old. And has such a beautiful outlook on humanity. Mm-hmm. She does not see color. She does not see race. She does not see these social divisions between individuals. She sees people. And in the conversations we have, it is absolutely beautiful to hear her talk. She's got a, a soft, wonderful Jesus-centered heart when it comes to people. And I think that this generation that's following behind us is more accepting of people's differences, accepting of people's variations, accepting of people in general than our generation and the generations before us. Now, I will agree with that. I agree that it, it does seem to be this generation is more accepting but I think as a non-person of color, it is unfair for you to say it is getting better as far as the race situation. Because I, can, if, I can agree with that yeah, because I don't have your experience. Exactly. And I've heard, I've heard so many people who are not black or mm-hmm. of color say, but it's better than what it was. Okay, you can say that because we're allowed to drink out of any water fountain we want, because we're allowed to use any bathroom we want, because we can learn wherever we want. Um, Excuse me, but that is a basic human right. 
So if that's right. your idea of, oh, it's better than what it was, right. uh, honey, you got to give me a better example because from where I sit, I still have to talk to my sons about, you know, this is how yeah. you have to act when you get followed for being a black man. Right. Um, Son, this is what you do if you get pulled over by the police. My dad um, never had to have that conversation right. with me as I, far as race was right. concerned. I have nope. to have certain conversations with my sons that you will never, ever have to have with your daughter. Right. Um, there was one time I was in a store. We It was a very upscale store. Mm-hmm. And the security guard followed me around. I was in my 20s. Security guard followed me around the whole entire time. I was with one of my best girlfriends. Um, One of the um, white girls used to hang with in college followed me around the store. I didn't even buy anything. I was like, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. When we left the store, girlfriend had stole a purse. He was so busy uh, following me around. Right. He wasn't even looking at girlfriend who stole something. The white girl stole. Right. But I'm going to always be the one that gets looked at. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, so me, I, I think you have to let people express themselves and you have to not be so defensive. Like if I could tell you, my dear white brothers and sisters, listen to your friends of color, be willing to learn, be willing Mm -hmm. to let, hear them out, let them share their experiences. Mm -hmm. There is so much you can learn from each other because we all don't have it figured out, but there is so much we can learn from each other. And don't be so defensive. Don't be so offensive. You know what I mean? Exactly. You can learn from each other. My mother, I love her so much for teaching us to see color, it's okay to see color. Because I know you say your daughter doesn't see color. It's okay to say, hey, there are distinct differences between different cultures. Right. So it's okay to see color. Right. But it is not okay to to despise someone because of their color or to treat somebody differently right. because they are a certain race. That is not okay. No, that's we not. are all God's children. And in Jesus's eyes, we are all to be treated fairly uh-huh. and the same. My mother taught me that. And that is, I mean, my mother should not even have had to teach me. That is basic for every right. human being. Absolutely. And when my daughter, when I say she doesn't see color, what she means is, what I mean by that is she doesn't make predetermined uh, decisions on someone based on their color, based on their race, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Let me share with you something that happened to me, okay? Uh, in the 80s, I managed a rock band, mm-hmm. okay? And we were all a bunch of long hairs, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can imagine me with long hair, but I did. We were in Miami Beach area going to a very upscale wedding. We were driving to the reception, which was at the house, in a an extremely upscale neighborhood. Couldn't find the house. So there's the four of us in our car. We're driving around trying to find the house. This is long before you had GPS on your phone, right? <laughs> um, we got pulled over. Mm-hmm. Police officer, what are you boys doing in this neighborhood? Mm. Well, we're looking for this family's house. Why? What do you mean, Why? 
it, for the wedding. Uh-huh. You guys are guests for that. We got harassed because we didn't look like we belonged in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And that on a smidgen, 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 I'm pushing my fingers together as small as I can. <laughs> on a small microcosmic scale, I can understand being uh, being picked on because of you don't look like you fit in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I got it. But it doesn't happen to me on a daily basis. It doesn't happen to most of us on a daily basis. Yeah. But this is... When you say take the time to understand somebody else, this is what I was mentioning when we first got started. To take the time to understand what somebody is saying and why they're saying it takes effort. I had this discussion with a family member because they got all bent out of shape over the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Just railed on it. I can't. Blah, blah, blah. And I said, hold on a second. I said, listening to you, you make it sound like Black Lives Matter means only Black Lives Matter. Well, that's what they're saying. I said, no, nobody has said that. I said, would it be more palatable for you if it said Black Lives Matter also? Well, that's what they should say. I said, "You you are putting your problems and assumptions on somebody else that you don't even understand. You need to take the time to listen to what is being said. Listen to what the goals are. Listen to the fact, like you said, (laughs) being treated with basic humanity. Yes, things are better. But like you said, it's better to be hit with a fist instead of beaten with a board. Oh, things are better because I'm only getting hit with a fist instead of being beaten with a board. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean things are good. Right. In order for us to take the time to understand the other person, in order for us to listen to the other person, that takes understanding what Jesus has said about love your neighbor as you love yourself. Treat other people with kindness. Treat other people with respect. And the next thing you know, the differences that you have Maybe the best thing that happens is you come to an agreement of like, well, you feel that way and I feel this way. I don't agree with you. You don't agree with me. But guess what? We can still be friends. We can still get along. And that's the core. I think one other thing that I kind of wanted to say in this is it's okay not to like somebody. Oh, totally. You know? It's totally okay. It is okay to say, you know what? I don't like you and I don't really want to socialize with you. Mm -hmm. That's okay. But it doesn't mean that that's hatred. You don't hate the other person. You don't put the other person down. You don't go out of your way to suppress somebody else just because they're a little different than you are. Yeah. Or a lot different than you are. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to even touch the Black Lives Matter issue. Well, I went ahead and started that flame. Well, since you lit the fire, um, let me just end with this. I'll say this. the group Love and the Outcome, mm-hmm. um, we play their music on Spirit FM. Um, they're very vocal about racial equality. And so I am I love everything about this post. And she, um, the wife, it's a husband-wife couple, just in right. case you're not aware of the group. 
Um, they posted this on their social media in response to some of the things they posted about um, racial equality and stuff like that. So I'm reading this straight from their social media because I can't say it any better. Okay. She says, I won't apologize for being white. No one should ever have to apologize for being the color of their skin. But we must acknowledge the privilege that comes with being white in our society and the work we must do to dismantle systemic racism. All lives matter to God. Of course, that's true. But when a white person says it, it's, it ends up sounding like because God cares about black people, I don't have to. Let's not hide behind Jesus. Let's partner with him in restoring and repairing what's broken. It's so hard to admit our own biases, isn't it? Because once we see, we have to change them. Once we see what our biases are, we have to fix them. In Matthew 13, 16, it said, blessed are your eyes because they see. This is hard work and it's tempting to stay comfortable, safe in our own communities where we all see the world the same way. Not being on stage for a year has allowed us to see things that as a professional Christian, we were able to ignore. As long as we're singing about Jesus, we almost get a pass on owning our thoughts and actions. Mm. We don't want to blend into evil. We want to stand up for good. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. Today's podcast is made possible by the number one Amazon bestseller, Leadership Endurance by Brian Sanders. Inspiring and powerful leadership principles from the greatest leaders of all time, including Lincoln, Grant, Churchill, and FDR. Available now at briansandersauthor.com. Proceeds benefit your encouraging Spirit FM and the positive alternative radio family of stations.